chill, an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't worry, it's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Hello there, I am your host, Mary Jensen. This episode is called Ghost Hotel. Perry Jones tells us about his family's haunted house. Hello, Perry, how are you today? I'm doing good, Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for being my co-ghost today and coming in to tell your stories. Oh, I have so many. I know. That's what you said. So Perry grew up in a haunted house, and um, you'll see pretty soon why we call this episode Ghost Hotel. It's a pretty interesting story. Um, And we're actually recording in the basement of a library. Um, Which is already kind of creepy. Yeah, so we're already a little creeped out here because a basement is creepy no matter what. But um, so let's start from the beginning. What is your like earliest story memory of having a ghost in your spirit in your house? My earliest memory. Um, well, there's. I don't remember it happening exactly, but my mom says that every time me and my sister were really young and that we would play in the living room, said, oh, so here little kids playing upstairs. And I kind of do remember it happening a couple of times. And then she said that sometimes that as my sister and I were playing, that we would get so scared, we'd have to call my mom and say, Mom, make him shut up. <laughs> really? Do yeah. You don't remember saying that, though? I don't remember saying it, but my mom <laughs> keeps telling that story over and over, so. Yeah, so I'm pretty knows. sure, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hard when you're really young to yeah. remember all that stuff. And so there was nobody else in the house. She doesn't know who that could be. Did anybody like... There was, yeah, there was my dad was working and only my sister and I. Before we started school, so we were already really young. Um, but my mom was home. She was taking care of us before school. You know, we didn't, weren't going yet. So, yeah, we were at home playing and playing in the living room. And upstairs, we could hear kids playing, like two little kids. Do you know any history of the house, like why it might be haunted? It was built uh, between 1870 and 1875. We bought it from a lady, and she died right after my parents bought the house. She died in the room I'm living in now. So yeah. she did die in the house. Yeah, and before that, um, there was a guy, her brother or her uncle, I forget, who died during a blizzard going from the house to the barn, which is only like 20 feet away. But the blizzard was so bad, he couldn't even find the barn. And he got lost in between 20 feet and died outside in the blizzard. Wow. Yeah. So I wonder, like, where the kids come in, though. I don't know. I don't know if maybe somebody had kids there or, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's not always either, um, like, people died in the house. You know, I mean, I've heard, like, tons of stories where, at least as far as they know. Right. You know, sometimes it's, like, just a loved one that comes to the house because they're there. But you said... um, my sister has a good story about that, a more recent story. Um, that was when my dad died in 2011. Mm-hmm. And then the thing, he died in like March. And then the Thanksgiving in um, 2012, at the very 
On my sister's birthday, at the very top of her driveway, there was two big, huge hearts in the snow at the very top of the driveway. Really? Yeah. Did she think and that was your father? Yeah, because no one else could have really done it. Yeah. I and mean, there's no one else there or around. So it was out in the woods, kind of. Yeah, it probably was him. Just yeah. saying, hey, I'm yeah. okay, I'm here. Right. And everything's cool. I, those are the best ghost stories. Those are the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, um, you said, because we had talked about your stories over dinner a couple weeks ago, and I remember you saying that... Um, ghosts come and go in your house and they're not the same spirits right exactly so that's why we're calling it the ghost hotel now right. how do you know they're not the same um because my daughter and i especially we know we have an impression of what the ghost uh, is and who they are and what they look like and my daughter and i will say the same thing almost at the same time sometimes mm -hmm. of what the ghost looks like and who they are and what their name is even it will just, it will just come to us, boom, at the same time. And it will both say the same thing at the same time. It's like, yeah, I guess so then. Wow. And did you say that they talk to you sometimes? Sometimes. Very, very rare um, that they actually speak when it's audible to other people. Mm -hmm. But my daughter and I know what they're saying when they're speaking to us, and that's a telepathic thing. Yeah. So, like, what, what are the, some of the things they've said? A couple of years ago, this girl showed up. Her name was Maddie. My daughter and I didn't know who she was um, or where she came from. I'm not going to go into all the details now, but what she said was that our house was a portal and that what happens is that ghosts transition from one place through our house to this world, from mm -hmm. wherever it is that they are or whatever dimension of being that, you know, that they're in, they come through our house and then they travel out from from our house outside to the rest of the world. Yeah, because I was thinking of that at work today, and that was one of the things I had written down, which I left at home, but I was going to say, it must be like a stopping place, you know, until they can figure out where they're going, you know, right. like maybe they know they're still here for a reason, but they're not sure what it is or where they're supposed to go. So we'll hang out at Perry's for a little while and say, okay, am I supposed to go, you know, to my mother's house? Am I supposed mm -hmm. to, yeah, so, yeah. but a portal, that's... And, yeah, and what Maddie said was that she was going to, she showed up during the summer. She's funny. She's a 15-year-old girl. Um... And what she said was that she was going to hang out until October, until Halloween, so she could be the real ghost for Halloween. That's what she told you? Yes. <laughs> that is wow. so funny. That is cool, like <laughs> that you can hear them. Yeah. And um, so, you know what I'd like to do is interview a ghost. That would be really cool. I wonder, yeah. like, next time someone talks to you, if you, <laughs> well, you can you imagine if we real? I mean, I wouldn't be able to hear them. It would right. have to be, like, maybe if we use, like, is it EVP thing? Is that, that what might that's work. called? Yeah. And if I'm you got their permission. Afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid to set one up in my house. I don't know I what know, I want to hear. I know, you probably hear stuff, like, you'd hear a million different. Right. Um, so... Um, how many spirits have you had? You don't know. I mean, is it constant or just... It was constant. Um, I'll go back to my first memory that I can really distinctly remember, and that was when I was outside. I was still young. I was in school by that time. But I had gone out. I was heading toward the barn. Again, it's only about 20 feet from the house. 
And right in the doorway of the barn, it was during the day, right in the doorway of the barn, this tall guy was standing there without coveralls, but you could see through him. Mm-hmm. He was wearing like blue, you know, blue jean coveralls, whatever those are called, a white shirt, and he was just looking at me. He didn't look happy. <laughs> no. So I stayed away from the barn for that day, and he just disappeared after a second or two. Yeah. that You don't think that's not who died there, right? Could be. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, because you don't know who, I mean, yeah. you don't know personally who it was. Maybe right. it was him. Yeah. And he's shown up there a few times over the next few years after that, but I've never seen him after that. You know, after a few years, he was just gone. Well, that's good. If he was creepy, you got the sense that he wasn't good. (laughs) So have you had mostly good spirits there? Mostly good. Um, There's been, there was one demon, I think, that was in the basement. And sometimes I would go down there to chop wood or something and... um, Actually, I went over, I knew he was in the corner, and I went over to the corner one time. It wasn't, I couldn't tell if it was male or female. It was just a demon-type being. And that particular part was just, of the basement, was dark all the time. I mean, all the time. You could turn the lights on, but that part, that corner would stay dark. And then one time I got a little too close to the corner. I was trying to move furniture or get some tools or something, and I heard a growl. It's like, okay, I'm getting too close. <laughs> yeah, so, and how did you get rid of that? That one, uh, I had to pray to Jesus. I said, that there's nothing, this being is too strong, whatever it is, and nothing else is going to work with this guy. So mm-hmm. I prayed, and it worked. Oh, see, the power of prayer. That's yeah. good. Um yeah, so it's a portal, and it's not necessarily just a portal for like good spirits or bad spirits. I'm hoping it's mostly good. Mostly good. <laughs> well, you've been living there. I mean, you grew up in the house, and then you had moved away for a little while, and then mm-hmm. you moved back. Yes. So, I mean, it can't be like too evil, or I don't think you'd still be there. Yeah, this is true. No, they're mostly good. You know, every once in a while, there might be a bad one that shows up, but the good spirits... Some of them must always be around, whatever that means, because I don't really know. But if a bad one does show up, like that demon in the basement, they'll lock it. They'll trap it someplace so it can't get out into the rest of the house. The good spirits yes. do? Yes, yeah. So they're protecting you while they're there. Yes. So about how long do they hang around? Or is it I different no idea. for each, you don't yeah, know? I don't know. Um, do they do stuff, too, like move things around? Do they, like? Oh, annoy you at all? Yes. Um, there was one time then a bunch of us were just um, in the kitchen, and I think my dad was in the living room, and my mom and my sister and I were at the kitchen table, and my dad was in the living room, and all of a sudden a little piece of a round ball of tinfoil went flying, flying <laughs> very slowly though. By, behind my head, and I ran over to my dad, and my dad, dad said, he just noticed all of a sudden, he said, did you throw that? It's like, no, dad, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it was whatever spirits hanging around right now. Right, yeah. So, um, But they do things like that. I like to hide stuff, too. Like a couple years ago, we had a ghost called Henry, a little boy, mm-hmm. and he was a definite poltergeist. He used to like to move things around. He would hide things. I remember one day going into the living room and I saw a book lift up and then just plop back down on the shelf. <laughs> it's like, oh, hi, Henry, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> How long did Henry stay around, do you know? About a year, year and a half, maybe. He's gone now, too. I don't know where he went. Yeah, so I wonder, like, if it's just, like, a portal 
until it's time for them to go to heaven or because I mean I would think if they were here for a specific reason like Mm. you know go let family know they're okay or that they would be doing that right yeah I don't know how long did they stay there I don't know why they're even there you know whether they're going like you said whether they're going to heaven and they're trying to transition from one reality to another or maybe they're moving from one point on earth to another. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, that's what interests me the most, I think, about all of this stuff is because I already know that spirits are real because I have a ton of stories of my own. Mm-hmm. So, and that's obviously, that's still very interesting. Right. And I, but what I really want to know is like, why? Like, maybe, maybe you don't go to heaven right away or, you know, hell, or wherever you're going to go. And that's why there's so many spirits. They're floating around until they get their wings, or... I don't know. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe they need to, okay, you have a chance now to, you know, do good and get your wings, and then you can come here. I don't know. It's like, it could be anything. It really could be anything. And that's what interests me most, because... I don't know about any of that. I know right. spirits are real. I already know that. Yeah. So. And for sometimes when people come over to, uh, like when we were growing up, we had babysitters. We almost <laughs> never had the same babysitter twice. I bet. They get scared. Yeah. <laughs> there was only two that ever stuck around for a while. One was our next door neighbor, and she knew what was going on, and she would get scared, but she would just muscle through it, you know, just power through it. Then we had, but she'd always bring a knife. <laughs> okay, you're gonna stab her. Stab a ghost? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I guess it made her feel good. Though. Yeah, and then we had another one who would often show up when she really, really needed to. She really didn't like to, but if we had, you know, if no one else was available, she would come over for us. Mm-hmm. And she was. You could tell that she was afraid of the ghost, but you know, she would she would power through it too. Also, yeah, yeah, <laughs> she knew they were there. Now, what does your mother think? Like, has she, she doesn't hear them. Talk, she doesn't right? hear them. She can, she just sees them once in a while, especially lately. We both have been seeing, like, shadows, but it's not a shadow. It's kind of like a mist, a dark mist, or a light mist. They were about 50-50 eats, and they've been walking through, like, the middle of the rooms lately. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand. I haven't gotten my head around that part of it yet. I don't know what that even means. Yeah, and I wonder, like, if the dark ones are, do the lights just dim? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Everybody, I told you we're recording in the basement of a library, which is their conference room, and we, um, you know, we secured it to use tonight, and all of a sudden, we're talking about this stuff, and the lights just got, like, much dimmer. But anyway, uh, we'll keep you posted on that. So, yeah, I was going to tell them. Maybe we should tell them the address and stuff. So if we suddenly disappear, <laughs> well, actually, that's not going to matter because who's going to put the episode up for you to right. hear? Um, anyway, so yeah, that was a little freaky. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I should say what I was going to say now. Oh, go ahead. I, what yeah, you say? yeah. Did you bring a knife and give me <laughs> No. <laughs> we could clonk them with our bottle of right. water. So because you said there was light and dark mists. Yes. And so I'm wondering if the dark mists are evil and the light mists are, are nice. I don't know. I got a 
feeling they are both neutral. That's my opinion right now. Mm -hmm. They could be anything. They could be good. They could be bad. They could be nice. They could be evil. I don't know yet. Um, right now, they appear to be just neutral. That's all. Yeah. They're just wandering around. I don't know what they're doing. They no probably idea. don't know what they're doing either. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you have any other, like, really good stories from that house? Like, any specific ones? Oh, there's uh, several. Like, um, my when I was younger, we used to play board games. My, my next-door neighbor, Dan Combs. Don't even tell me you used a Ouija board. No, we did, oh. never touched a board. Yeah, yeah we never, never did that. that. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, board games. Yeah. Uh, like, not Monopoly, um, Stratego and chess and checkers and stuff like that. And other board games that you could get at the stores. I forget what we played. Anyway, one of my friends didn't believe in ghosts. He said, there's no such thing as ghosts. So we would be playing and, you know, I would be on sitting at the kitchen table. And all of a sudden, there'd be someone walking across the floor upstairs. He just, oh, is your dad home? And me and Dan just looked at each other and I said, no. He said, do you have a brother? brother who? I said, yeah, my brother moved away years ago. He got married. He's not here. <laughs> well, he said, well, who's upstairs? It's like, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and then after a while, every single time they would start coming down the stairs. And every single time we freaked out and ran out the door, except for once. The last time it happened, they ran out. It happened many, many times over years. Yeah. It's like years that it kept happening. Um, but the last time we were playing a game that it happened, this thing started thump, 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 thump down the stairs, and the stairs end in the kitchen, and so those two guys ran outside, and I started to run outside, and I ran a couple feet, and then I stopped. I said, whatever's coming down the stairs, I'm going to wait for it this time. I'm going to see what it is and see what's going on, and as soon as I said that, it stopped. And it's never been bad. Really? Yeah. So the thing is, a was done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not scaring him anymore. So right. I might as well leave. That's yeah. pretty wild, though. Yeah. It is. And, of course, there's a whole bunch of other stories which I can't think of right now. Except for, um, we kind of call it the Day of the Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Because... There was a bunch of us in the house. There was my, there was me and my sister and a couple of her friends, our nephews, which is four of them, and a couple of their friends, the next door neighbors, um, and they're all about the same age. Um, and I was actually making. And my mom and dad were still working, but the but they were there, and I don't know exactly why, but I was making hamburgers on the stove, and all of a sudden. This little girl appeared right in the middle of all of us, about four, four and a half feet tall. She looked like she was maybe 10, 12 years old, wearing a long white, like, um, nightgown. Mm-hmm. And she goes, looks up at me and says, where's my mommy? And we all, and we all saw her and we all freaked and ran out the door. And I forgot the hamburgers. They were sitting there, but I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I said, maybe the house is going to burn down. I don't want to. So I was peeking in the windows, but I couldn't see anything. Then after a while, we went in. The hamburgers were done. They had been flipped on both sides. I only started them <laughs> on one side, but they had been flipped over, and they were done perfectly. Wow. So, see, she's, she knows how to cook. She's a good ghost. Too bad <laughs> yeah. she didn't hang around because she could have dinner ready for you every night. Right. And she's been, when, I was, when we were younger, she was around several times, and she always asked the same question, where's my mommy? That's all she would say. Yeah. 
Oh, and I think my sister found out that a young girl did die either in the house or near the house at one point in time. I yeah, forget. I wonder what her name is. I don't know. Should talk to your sister sometime. Yeah. I, in fact, I almost texted you to see if Shelly could come. I told her about us. Yeah. yeah. I told her that we were doing this. and I, She's working today, she said. Um, but she said to let her know. And, yeah, she, she, she said she'd be glad to come sometime. Now, where she lives now, is that haunted, too? No. It's a brand-new house. She built it herself. and But there is something creepy about where kind of the general area where mm -hmm. it's located. I think, I think that's what she said, um, but you'd have to ask her because I really don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, she had the hearts in the snow, but that's not really haunted. That right, was, no. That was your father just saying. Yeah, just saying that's what I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you had other stories, too. Do you remember when we were at dinner? I can't remember where, like, different places that you've gone. You told me some a couple of good stories. Was one of them at Spider Gates or something? You oh, were saying? Spider Gates. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, Spider I mean, I'm actually, I don't know if I'm going to do an episode on Spider Gates, so you might uh -huh. as well just talk about it now. I am going to do a couple other things, though, right. that we can check out another time. Yeah. Well, Spider Gates is the cemetery up near Worcester Airport. It's kind of like at the end of the runway, and there's a road that goes in between the runway in the cemetery. And the cemetery itself is in a little steep, steep, steep dark valley itself, at the very bottom of the valley. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been there a couple times with my friends, well, same group of friends that we all hung out with. They play about four or five of us would go there. And the place is always creepy. I mean, no matter what, it's just creepy. Yeah, I've never been there. I've just looked at pictures online, and it's creepy just looking at the pictures. Yeah, and they call it Spider Gates because the iron gates that uh, close, you know, like for the cemetery, they have spiders on them. A big, one big, huge spider in each gate. It's like, why would they do that for a cemetery? I know. It sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like it's Stephen King's house. Right. <laughs> but anyways, there was, one day we were just a bunch of us. It's probably 13, 14 of us. We all piled into three different cars, and we were driving by spider gates. And as each car we bought on the road, you know, the, in between the uh, airport and Spider Gates, the cars stalled. One by one by one, the cars just stalled, completely stalled. They weren't running. And kind of freaked us out. Mm -hmm. And we said, what the heck is going on? And all of a sudden, all the cars started at once and we took off. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that can't be a coincidence. Right. Because <laughs> I've heard different stories about Spider Gates, like, that it's like the gateway to hell. I mean, you know, but then I've heard other people say, like, they go there and they hang out for the day. I've heard that, happened. too. But, like, I don't I, believe them. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I was talking you know, with the paranormal investigators for my pilot um, episode, and we kind of were talking about that. Like, every location isn't haunted all the time. I mean, mm. you know, like... Like my house, it's not haunted Because all you the time. could go... Yeah, you could go somewhere like, okay, this hotel's haunted. You could go stay over there three times. Right. And nothing might... Maybe nothing will happen. Right. And so that's where you say, okay, yeah, see? Yeah. But, you know, you could go there another time mm -hmm. when the spirits are active. So right. maybe that's the case with Spider Gates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a creepy place. Like I said, I've never been there, but from the pictures and just from people I know that have gone by it, 
And if you're sensitive to it, I mean, nothing might happen. And most of the time, nothing is going to happen at Spider Gates, is my opinion. I, I don't think anything will happen all the time or anytime, maybe. But um, all the time, when if you're sensitive to spirits and stuff, every time that you go by, you'll know where Spider Gates is, even if you don't know it's Spider Gates or where it is. Mm -hmm. you'll, always, you'll just feel something. Yeah, you'll know it's there. But I mean, those cars, like all of that, it's either, maybe it's not because of Spider Gates, maybe spirits are just in that area. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's one of those urban legends. Mm -hmm. So um, I just didn't see like there was enough for me to cover it, really, for an episode. Yeah, I, I haven't heard a whole, I mean, the only thing I've really heard definitely about Spider Gates is what we went through, and there's only like two things, <laughs> you know, yeah. other than that, it's just It's rumors. not even that big either, yeah. is it? I mean, no, it's small. But um, I do want to like eventually talk about, I mean, this is, even Elsie the Ghost, that's not a huge thing either, but... Um, maybe have an episode that has like clips, you know, like short pieces, right. like a, a bunch of them. Yeah. So I don't want to give too much away to people, but. Um, yeah. And go out on location once in a while, maybe. Yeah, we want to do that. <laughs> we want to go out on location. Um, Perry said he got some, uh, you got the the glasses there, what are they called? Yeah, I got them today and they sent the wrong one. So, uh, what are yeah, they the infrared called? glasses. Infrared glasses, yeah. yeah. They and sent the wrong ones. They one. sent the wrong ones. Actually, I like them, so I might keep them and just get another but set. But there's still infrared glasses that came? No, it's. Uh, oh, they didn't even send No, they didn't even send that. It's like, what's this? Maybe that's a sign. Don't <laughs> do this. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because I, I did check into like the cameras and they do have some. But, they um, do. I didn't know, like, if you're wearing infrared glasses and you see something, if you were to just take a picture with your phone, you still might be able to pick something up. I think you could. So I might try that first because the cameras are pretty expensive. Yeah. And we'll see maybe later down the road. So I might get a pair of the glasses, too. Right. But So do you have any other haunting, any other paranormal things in your, that have happened in your life? I mean, I know, like, you, you're very sensitive, because actually, yeah, so Perry and I, we used to work together, you know, like, doing writing and managing bands, like, 20 years ago, 25 like years 20, ago, Yeah. and then we kind of grew apart for a long, long time. Well, I moved away, that's what happened. He moved yeah. away, yeah. and then um, I started, I had this bright idea for this podcast, and I'm like, oh my God, it'd be so fun to work with Perry again, I bet he'd be into it. And come to find out he's living back in the area. So I contacted him and we went to dinner a couple weeks ago so I could tell him about the podcast. And he told me some of his stories then. And he felt something in the restaurant. And I mm. didn't at first. And so then we just changed the subject for a little while. And then I said, okay, I think I feel something here now. And before I could even tell him where I thought the spirit was, he said, yeah, over there by that light. And I'm just, I swear on my mother's grave, that's exactly where I thought I felt, could feel it. So yeah. <laughs> I think maybe because we were talking about it, yeah, I mean, I think, maybe that's why the lights dimmed here too, you know? Maybe. 
I do know that if you talk about stuff like this, mm-hmm. that you kind of attract it somehow. I don't know how that works either. Yeah. I kind of got an idea because when I was really, really younger, the spirits and ghosts or whatever would show up all the time and it almost it seemed like there was always something happening at our house. So around 12 or 13 or so, I started doing experiments to see what I could do or if I could control them. But what I did, it's not I didn't use a Ouija board, what I did was I used magnets and electricity. And I found out that they are sensitive to these things. And if you arrange them in the right order, they won't bother you. Really? Yeah. Just, now, I don't ask me how what I did or how I did it, because it was so long ago, remember. I don't remember. I just know that um, they're kind of like afraid of electricity and magnets if you put them together somehow. That's all I know. Like maybe the electricity, like bouncing off the mat, like even if it's just a current. Yeah. Not must have. actually like. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe like maybe magnets. I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, the second episode I did, so if, if you haven't listened to my first and second episode, you won't know what I'm talking about, but you'll have to listen to them. <laughs> I, I told my story about when I was at the public house. Oh, oh. And it was like a magnetic attract. Like, I was sitting there, and it just felt like a magnet was pulling my hand almost. Right. And I could, that. it started yeah. tingling and stuff. But, I mean, oh. the whole story is in, in the other episode. So, but I, I was attracted to it. I mean, it doesn't mean it was a magnet. Right. But it just felt like that. Like, right. I couldn't help but my hand just went to it. Right. And. I think it's all just a type of energy. And it's, I don't know if it's really related to, like, magnetism or electricity or not. Right. But it's somewhere, you know, it's uh, energy is energy no matter what it is. So, somehow it's all just radiating, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Electricity and magnetism may have some sort of an influence on it, I guess. You know, that's at least that's what I determined. That's that was my conclusion from yeah. the experiments I did. And like spirits too, like I think like some people will see an apparition or kind of like you did, like you could kind of see through it. Mm-hmm. Or, and then you also saw like mists right. at times. And then you know, I listen to a lot of ghostly podcasts while I'm working and stuff, and I've heard people say that they've actually seen, like, they thought it was a real person. Right. You know, but it wasn't. Yeah. And I guess they call those, like, doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know if it depends, like, how long you crossed over or been, been you know, passed away. Right. Like, if you are a new ghost, maybe, <laughs> or if it's the other way around. Like, I also heard that, okay, so, like, maybe when you first pass, you're solid, mm-hmm. you know, and then as you are around, you become invisible. Right. Or, like, an apparition. Right. That's kind of funny, because the other day I was reading the Bible, actually, when Jesus died, he said, don't touch me, because I'm not, I haven't gone to my father yet, or something like that. I was thinking, what does that really mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. So something's going on, again, that I don't understand. That's all I can tell you. I want to tell you a story, though, one of the cool stories that I okay. have. It was one night, I don't know when it was, it was teens, 20s, or something like that. Probably 20s or 30s. No, 20s, I guess. I was in my room. It was I stay up late all the time listening to music. At that time, I stayed up late all the time listening to music. Turned the music off, was going to bed, looked out the window, it was a full moon. 
every the whole woods behind the house was all lit up. Looked so so cool because everything was like silver. Looked mm -hmm. really really nice. And I saw this deer coming down. And we got we have a brook going behind our house. Okay. And the animals at night will come down to drink the water out of the brook. So I saw this deer coming down, and I said, "Oh, I gotta stay still, so that maybe the deer will go over." Because the brook's not that far away from my from my window, mm -hmm. thirty feet maybe, maybe forty. So I said, "Oh, I got a good look at this deer if I just don't scare it. You know, it doesn't know I'm here." So this deer came down toward the brook, but as it got closer and closer to where I was, I said, "There's something odd about that deer." <laughs> <laughs> and then as I got as it started to drink the water, actually bent down to start drinking water, I could see through the deer. Oh my God. It was translucent. Was that a skinwalker? No, it was, I think no, it was just a... No, the skinwalker's not translucent. No. Ooh, a ghost deer. Yeah, a ghost deer. It was so, so cool. I, I actually don't even know if it was a real ghost deer by our definition of ghost. I think maybe right. it was something from someplace at I'm gonna to have to say another dimension or something. That's that's what I think. Maybe it was, maybe it was past crossing somehow, and it just yeah, happened to be here. Yeah, it didn't cross over completely. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, even like if it was like a trick with the light, it still wouldn't have looked translucent. Right. You might have seen like, I, I mean, you're not even gonna see light reflecting off of a deer unless right. it's a metal deer. Yeah. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I was gonna ask you if you ever saw any like in your house like spirit animals. And, and I was gonna answer dogs that too. Or anything? Yes. So you okay? Yeah, I have seen a couple of dogs when I was younger, and several of our cats too. They were just wandering around the house. Like cats that you had? Yes. That yeah. had passed away. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, they uh, they also disappear after a while, like a year, maybe a year and a half to go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, usually. Um, I have been seeing another cat recently, and I don't know what that one was. But now, can you see when you see like a apparition or something? Can you look right at it? Because I know a lot of times people say like, okay, they see like the shadow person, you know, in their peripheral vision or whatever, and then but when they turn. To actually look at head on, um, it's gone. Because yeah. I've had that happen to me too. Right. I've never actually seen anything head, you know, yeah. right in front of me. I've seen things happen right in front of me, but I've never actually seen an apparition or right. anything directly. That's the most common experience for most people who have this happen to them. And that's how my mom experiences it. However, my daughter and I can actually look right at them and just hold eye contact, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And without running away now. Well, I mean, you've been living there so long. Yeah, we know that. that you know, you'd probably just. Used to. It's part of life. Yeah, part of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people listen to this might be like, you're whack. I would have moved out of that house a long time ago. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. But. I know. I miss my old house I grew up in. I miss all the spirits. and Well, mm -hmm. not all of them. Yeah. But we'll get to that in another episode. Right. Um. But, you know. So what happened I, to you in that house? Oh, we'd have to do another episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can tonight if we have time. Right. Uh, yeah. There's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then I've also had stuff like since living there, like at other places. Yeah. I have quite a few. Yeah. yeah. I do too. I remember. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being out in the woods in Arizona and walking home from work one time. Oh, yeah. Tell this Being one. in Sedona. Mm-hmm. All right, there was one time that I had 
just moved to Arizona as a cop two or three months after I had been there. And I was coming home from work. I my the bus used to drop me off like a mile away from where I lived at this time of night. because um, it didn't they didn't run any closer at that time of night. So I had to walk about a mile home to work um to my house. And it's in the center of Phoenix. I mean it's not even the suburbs, it's like almost downtown Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's houses everywhere. It's a residential area, but so there's houses everywhere, but they're stacked like on top of each other almost. So it's like, you know, there's no ghost here. There's no spirits. There's nothing's going to happen here. In the center of the city, what's going to happen here? Nothing. Right. So one night I got off the bus and it was quiet at that time of night. It's probably 11 o'clock and not much is going on. Phoenix is quiet at that time of night. Downtown Phoenix is mostly. Um, and so I'm, I was walking home. And to my right, as I was walking home, I could feel something, I could hear something, couldn't feel anything. I could hear something moving. And it sounded really, really big, like, I don't know, big dog, huge horse, something, I don't know. But you could hear it, it was like stepping through the sand and the grass and stuff. And it sounded like heavy. It sounded heavy, it sounded big. Mm-hmm. And I said, what the heck is that? So... I looked over and it was dark out, so I really couldn't see anything at all. And I was probably 40, 50 feet away, maybe a little more. But it was like right where the houses were, because the houses were set back a little bit from this part of the road. And um, so I speeded up a little bit, you know, I increased my pace, and it increased my its pace with me. And I said, <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Yeah, so I slowed back down a little bit, and it slowed down a little bit. So I said, I don't like this. So I speeded up again and started moving a little bit quicker. And it's it kept pace with me. And I said, man, I really, really don't like this. But I kept on going. I stayed on the road, stayed on the sidewalk, kept on moving steadily toward my home. And this thing just kept up with me. And it was big. It sounded heavy. It sounded big. And it was crunching the sand and the sticks and stuff, the dry sticks that people, you know, from the palm trees or whatever. And I'm thinking, how is it going to get over these houses? Is it going to go around the house toward me? Is it going to go around the house out back and maybe, you know, I'll lose it somewhere? Or is it going to let's do something else? And But instead, I could hear it, and it didn't waver. The sound didn't sound, it didn't seem to increase in distance, and it didn't decrease in distance. So the being, whatever it was, was going through the houses. It had to be going right directly through each house. as Because it was it. on that side of you, right? Yeah, yeah. And that... I mean, it was far enough away, so... And I'm looking over there, and I couldn't see anything. I could hear it. I couldn't see anything. But even when, when there was, like, a street light or something that lit up that part, that area, there was nothing there. But I could still hear the sound, and the house would be there. And I could hear the sound. And once it got to the house, I couldn't hear the sound anymore. But Until as I it got, got through it? Yeah. And then when I, we got past the house, there it was again. And I'm thinking... What right. the heck is going on inside those houses? Yeah, so all those people, <laughs> like if anybody was up or in the, right. you know, in its path, yeah, they probably felt like a right. I was go like, right through them, or all of a sudden was there a poltergeist going through their house, or stuff flying around, or did they hear noises? Or you should have went back the next day and knocked on a couple doors. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and then when you got home, it didn't fall, it didn't go in your house? No, anymore. it disappeared about a couple hundred feet, 300 feet before I got home. 
I guess it, it just wanted to scare you then. I guess so I got to wherever it was going to go. Yeah, maybe it was just headed to your neighbor's house at the same time <laughs> really? that you were going home. Maybe, I don't know. Could have been. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, do you have, like, other haunted stuff? I got so many stories that we could be here for at least another two or three episodes. There's a bunch. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to you. Like, I can't tell how long. Oh, I think it's like 39 minutes right now. I don't know. Maybe if you want to tell like another one or two. Yeah. You know, just and then we can always do another episode. Right. Um, let's see. So, let's see. There was Maddie and then there was Henry, who was the little poltergeist. Uh, and when I was growing up, there was all those kids and noises and stuff in the day of the ghosts. But there's also a place outside. Maddie said our house is in the center of a portal. She said the house itself is the portal, but it's also, and I also knew this too, that it's actually at the center of an area. And the area is shaped in a, it's a big, huge ellipse. And it's about a mile long and maybe a quarter mile wide. And, our house, and it goes north to south. And our house is roughly right in the center of it. And so maybe that's why things are happening at our house. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the house created the ellipse. I don't know. So it's not it's not going into your neighbors. It's going the other direction. No, it covers like the neighbors' houses too, even though nothing ever happens there. Or And it goes north and south. But what has happened is that outdoors, if you stay within that ellipse, you can sometimes feel things or hear things or see things. Like, I didn't tell you this. I was going to tell you this at dinner, but I didn't. It's like, mm, maybe you shouldn't tell that to her. Oh, no. <laughs> but there was a group of kids. I'll call them kids that we called, the, that my friends and I, because we could, okay, I'm going to just go on with the story. That we, my friends and I called them the phantom kids. They were really scary kids. But they were about our age. The oldest was probably 17. I was probably like 14 or 15 at the time. My friends were a little younger, like a year or two younger maybe. Um, and we would ride our bikes behind, back then it was Clevens, and then it became Maddox. Oh, yeah, um, I, know, I know where products. that is. So we're talking about, everything we're talking about is in Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. And... Um, so we would ride our bikes at the time it was closed. So we would ride our bikes around the factory and it was a nice little area just to ride bikes, huge parking lots, so we'd go down there all the time. But after a while we noticed these kids looked staring at us from the woods and they would be moving behind the trees and stuff. And it's like, who the heck are these guys? And so we thought, oh, maybe they want to be friends, you know, they maybe they just moved in in the neighborhood nearby, because this is like right almost in the center of North Brookfield. Maybe they just moved in. So we decided to go up to him and say, hi, what's going on? You know, do you want to hang out with us or whatever? Well, as we began, we started walking up to him. We noticed at first there was like four or five. The oldest was maybe 17, a boy that was 17. Always wore like jeans and a white or off, like a cream colored shirt or something like that. Um, but as we got closer to him, they just disappeared. And they didn't just like vanish. It was like they just snuck away from us. Um, but you didn't see him like walking away. No, no. And that was a little weird because it's like we were saying, all right, did they just run away or did they hide someplace behind something or they just go poof and disappear? We didn't know. So a couple of days later, the kids were there again. They were riding around our bikes on the parking lot and they were there again, standing out right at the edge of the woods, staring at us. And so, um, 
we set high again. And then, and then we walked up to them and didn't quite disappear right away this time. Actually, it happened a couple more times that they did disappear. And then this one time, like the fourth or fifth time, they didn't disappear right away. What they did was they sort of rent into the trees. They sort of blended with the trees inside the tree. Mm -hmm. And like every single one of these kids did this. And as we, and then that's when we noticed that they were not good kids. They were bad spirits or bad evil, bad juju, whatever you want to call it. So but, how could you tell that they were bad? Um, you just got that weird feeling like if you go like a, around a bully in school or something, you know, you can just sometimes tell that they're not nice to you. They don't want to be nice to you. Uh, and that was that kind of we kind of got that feeling from them. Did they have black eyes? We and we never actually got close enough to see their eyes, and I don't think so. I black eyed. Yeah, I don't think so, because I thought I saw the whites of a couple, like the the seventeen year old kid. He was tall. He was taller than me, and I could see the whites of his eyes. I got close enough to him to see his eyes. And I wonder who they were. I don't know. We called them the Fanta Kids because they stuck around for a long time, and after a while, they started throwing stuff at us. Like sticks and stones and stuff, they would stop. Did hit. they break your bones? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Maybe we should go hang out there sometime. I think they are gone too because yeah, of something it's been I so did. Long, yeah, um, because that not only did they hang out at Maddox, but they started hanging out at my house, which I didn't like. And then they started hanging out in the woods behind my house, which I also didn't like. Um, because I'd go through the woods and I could feel them and see them and hear them following me through the woods, and I knew. That if I did something wrong, I probably was not going to get out of those woods. So unhurt or maybe not even alive. I knew that they were going to do me harm if they stayed there. So, like I said, I did the experiments with the electricity and the magnets. And I think I finally, after like a year of doing it, I finally managed to chase them all away. And I, they haven't been back since. But it took a long, long time. It was really, really hard. Yeah. But then they were not nice. They... They were mean. They were if they got close to you, they were like, I forgot. One guy, all of a sudden, an arrow came flying out, and he ducked, and the arrow went right over his head and right into the tree next to him. There's another guy. There's like a shotgun blast, and it blew apart the bark of a tree. And there's like, where the heck did that come from? So it was one of the kids doing that. Yeah, maybe you think. I mean, maybe maybe for both cases, there was a hunter out in the woods someplace, and he missed his shot and. No, Maybe I he just it. saw something and <laughs> thought it was a deer and ching, I don't know, but we That's weird. We never knew for certain. Or maybe it was another ghost. Yeah. One of your good ghosts. Right. Trying to get rid of them. Yeah. You know, who knows? I don't think the good ghosts would ever do anything that would put us in like in the way of harm or anything. Well, I mean they were shooting at them, right? Yeah. So, oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe they were it. trying to get mm. them to leave yeah. and leave you alone. Right. I don't know. But we call them, they stayed there for a few years. It was really difficult to get rid of them. It was really difficult to stay away from them. And they really, really didn't want to be nice to us. They were so, so mean. And they would just do stuff. I don't remember all the stuff they did, but if they got close enough, they would hit you or hurt you or somehow, something. Mm -hmm. You know, after a while, they became, like, more material. They were more physical. You could actually see, rather than seeing through them, kind of. I actually couldn't even see through them in the beginning, but 
they would just disappear. But after a while, they stuck around and they would hit you. <laughs> yeah, so. Making me scary. <laughs> I'm getting creeped out. You are? But, yeah. Just remembering them. It just. Well, yeah, because you lived it. Yeah, it just it just freaks me out. It was it yeah. was horrible for a while there. You couldn't even go through those woods without seeing them or it happened. Mm -hmm. They burned my house down one day. I actually built a tree house out in behind Maddox, and they burnt the thing down one time. And I know it was them. I mean, maybe it was somebody else, but I just know it was them. I, I'm positive. <laughs> Probably if they were bothering you at that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I came home one day, and there was smoke coming out, and I looked over, and then the darn thing, by then, it was already gone. It was just a pile of ashes on the ground. It's like, what the heck? So, yeah, because, I, I mean, not. I'm sure not everybody knew that was there. Yeah, because I, I thought I hit it pretty well, actually. <laughs> Almost no one knew it was there that I that I knew of. Right. I mean, sure, someone could have stumbled on it. Maybe it was the farmer and who owned the property and says, I don't want this thing here, just burn it down. I don't know. But if he did, that would be kind of stupid because then he could burn the rest of his property, too, if he just did that and left it alone. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't like those guys. And we have found... Uh, I'm not going there. Never mind. There's other there's other things that related to them that happened. Um, like they finally converged on a place behind my house that I call the Dark Woods. And I'm thinking maybe that's actually where they originated from. Um, and the Dark Woods are like a set of pine trees where like absolutely no light gets in there at all. Ever, 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 ever. It's just dark all the time. But to go to other places that you want to experience, like spirit, uh, spirits or something, you have to go through the dark woods because if you don't, then nothing happens. But if you do, then things will happen. Is that on the way to the uh, smallpox caves? Yes. Ah, because I just remembered that. Yeah. Perry has, um, well, it's behind your house, like through the woods a little ways. Yeah, I mean, well, that's one way to get to them, but there's... um. The caves aren't completely there. Well, Perry can tell you better because he's been there. But um, back in the day when people used to get smallpox and they didn't have a vac vaccine for it or anything, that's where people would go um, to die and be where they wouldn't be, you know, given anyone else the yeah, disease. So they, so. Yeah, so they want to infect anyone else. Yeah, so and maybe they were people that had had smallpox. The only thing is the way they were dressed. Yeah, they were that dressed like kids of our time, jeans and stuff like that. And, you know, oh, nice. I thought I was on to something. Yeah, no. Oh, well. Yeah. But in um, the smallpox caves, it's about a 45-minute walk from my house. But if but they're right near the West Brookfield Road. It's, so it's like 10 minutes from the West Brookfield Road, if you don't mind going to the guy's property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a feeling he probably wouldn't like that. So, but... There's other ways of getting there. Like you can go from the Baptist Church. You can go that way. Hmm? It's freezing in here, oh, it is. and it's not because of spirits, because they didn't turn the heat up. Yeah. But I don't know where it is. Right. But the smallpox caves there. You can. The people who used to go there is like in the 1700s, and they chiseled their name on the wall, and so you can see the. In some places, you can see the date they were there and their name that they chose up there, and it's still there now. The problem is that it's mostly now just a ledge because of the whole cave part's all just caved in now. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, all, fall, yeah, it's all just falling down. But you can still see it's just a wall now, a stone wall, like, like a little tiny cliff of stone, and those names are still carved in there, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
It's creepy there, too, though. Oh, I bet. Yeah, because we had talked about we might go there. Yeah. After, you know, in the spring. Right. Oh, let me rephrase that. It's creepy there if you go from my house through the backwoods to there. That's yeah. if that's when it's creepy. If you don't do that, it's a whole lot less creepy. Well, we got to go through the dark woods then. <laughs> right? <laughs> a little scary, but yeah. I mean, you've been through there, so yeah. maybe we'll stumble upon those kids. Yeah. We should bring some sage with us. Yeah. I also will. What I do, and my daughter, I taught her to do too, is whenever you are out, even in public sometimes, to find a totem. And that's just the name that I came up with it. Um, a totem is just a stick, a little short stick, it can, or a little bit longer if you want, maybe six inches long. It should be about three quarters of an inch to an inch thick. And when you see it, you know what it is. And you just pick it up and hold it, and it'll keep bad experiences like that from happening to you. Yeah, because I mean, we, we, you know, it would be cool to go out there and like see something, mm -hmm. but not evil. I mean, right. you got to be prepared because you never, you open a door, you don't know what's going to come in. So, <clears throat> you know, be prepared in case it's something that um, we don't want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that we're not expecting. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. We'll have to put together a little kit mm -hmm. of stuff. There. First aid kit, spirit aid kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can remember. I do remember the story of the evil eye. You want to hear the story of the yeah. evil eye? This is another thing that happened in the barn. A lot of things actually happened at the barn. Another one I remember happening in the barn was I used to play in the barn all the time. And um, when I was a little kid, I used to play in the barn. I'd play games, hide and seek, and stuff like that. And so this one time I was playing in there, and I had gone through the front part of the barn. It's, it's a huge sliding garage door type thing. And all of a sudden I saw somebody in the darkness in the back of the barn staring at me, and it was just red eyes. I, I decided not to go any further. I just booked it out of the barn. I said, oh, I'm not going here today. But I did see it a couple more times. Um, and each time I decided not to stick around. I just ran out the door yeah so that sounds that's i'm coming back now <laughs> i had gone to see if i could find out how to turn up the heat but so i mean that sounds like it's evil too that's that's the red evil. eyes yeah red eyes i've also heard growling sometimes from the barn or underneath it and stuff like that um so yeah it is <clears throat> interestingly enough it just occurred to me <laughs> most of the evil stuff has happened outside the house yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, you're a Christian family. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe the evil is afraid to go in the house. I sure hope so. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Right. Yeah. Um, there's other times that I've also, I've seen an angel a couple of times there. Um, my daughter and I saw a huge angel there like a year or two ago. It must have been 40 feet tall, but it was way, way out in the field. But it was the size of the barn. That's how we could tell how tall it was. Wow. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. also been other times. Tell if it was a male or female. A male. <clears throat> Maybe it was your dad. No. Nope. No. No. I think it was either like Michael or Gabriel. It was a very, very powerful angel. Wow. Yeah. And I had the feeling it was Michael. 
you know, he's like the chief angel. And I had a feeling, I don't know for certain, I just had a feeling that's who it was. Mm -hmm. And he was there on a, for a reason. Maybe someday I'll tell you the reason. I do know the reason, but I don't want to go into it. You definitely want to believe me. <laughs> well, uh, Listeners are going to be like, really? Yes. <laughs> so you're not going to tell us? No. Oh. It's related to Maddie, Maddie the ghost. It's related to her because actually some of the ghosts didn't want her there. And for the day that she arrived, things went a little crazy, not in the house. Like I said, all the evil happens. A lot of the evil happens outside the house. Well, that's kind of what happened when we got back home with Maddie. Maddie the ghost. All the, all the crazy stuff started happening all around the house. But she wasn't evil, right? She was. No, she was fun. She was cool. She was just a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know what she told me? One of the things she told us on the way home? She, on the way home? Yeah, because she was actually in the car. That's how I oh, first found okay. out about her. All right, she's the one that's from the car. Oh yeah, that's why I didn't tell you that part. She was, you said the other night. Right. Yeah. Um, the way that we met her was my daughter and I. We take a drive at, uh, to get coffee and stuff. When my daughter gets home from school, just to like to fill us in and fill each other in on what happened during that day. And I just like spending a little time with my daughter, you mm -hmm. know, dad daughter stuff. And I wanted. I, been I was trying to do that like every single day. Um, so this one day we got in the car to go down to McDonald's and get a coffee, McDonald's and Spencer. And as we were getting in the car, all of a sudden someone jumped in my lap. It was just as heavy as a person, you know, jumping in my lap, but there was nobody there. And then I could feel them slide off my lap into the center. My daughter looked at me and said, who's that? And I said, I don't know. It must be a ghost. <laughs> and then we could both feel it getting into the back seat. She bumped into my daughter. My daughter went, and you know, she could feel the ghost bumping against her. And then telepathically, or whatever it was, we could hear the ghost talking to us. And I'm going to skip to the, the funny part, which I think is the funny part. We were going by Lake Lasseray, the backside of Lake Lasseray. Mm -hmm. We are going over the little bridge that's back there. And on one side, there's like a mud pond, a frog pond. Yeah. And I said, Oh, how, there's the frog pond. And then Maddie said, started laughing. And my daughter and I both looked at each other like, what are you laughing about? And she goes, well, there's a frog pond like that where I live. And my boyfriend and I used to go skinny dipping there. And this girl's only 15. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But that wasn't where she lived, she just said. No, she lived out near Chicago, she said. Oh. Yeah. Well, I still want to know where, how that angel connects. Now, wait. Now, did she leave? Maddie? Like, you know, around the time that angel, that no. you saw that big angel? No. What happened was that Maddie stayed with us. I feel you on the first part of the details, and then someday we'll go over the next part. Because I think it is kind There'll of... There'll be a part two then. Yeah, I think it is kind of important <laughs> that we go over it. I just don't want to go over it now. Um, but, so we went home. We went all the way home with Maddie in the car, and she's talking to us all the way. She's telling us... She told me there was an airport in Dayton, Ohio. That's where her, what happened was that she and her mom and little brother were going to go to New York City on a trip to go on a tour. And her and her brother were going to continue on to, I don't know, someplace in Dayton. But they dropped her off at the airport in Dayton. She says it's a huge airport. It's an international airport. It got flights all over the country. And I, and I 
I never knew there was an airport in Dayton at all. I didn't think there was any airport in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, because it's small, right? Yeah, I, I guess. I thought so. Yeah, I thought so. And so the biggest airport, I figured they would be like Spencer Airport. Or at the biggest, maybe Worcester Airport, which is just a municipal airport, right? And But Maddie said it's an international airport. And so when we got home, I had to look it up. I Googled it. It's a huge airport. There's flights all over the world from Dayton wow. from this airport. And I didn't know that. I never knew that. So that kind of confirms that what she was saying was the truth. But when we got home, um, some of the ghosts in the neighborhood, I guess, didn't like her. They didn't want her to be there. And so bad things started happening all throughout the neighborhood. Um, and I could tell that they were converging on our location, and that's when Michael showed up. And a lot of things happened before he showed up. He was like... I, there was nothing I could do to get rid of them because I tried uh, the sage. I tried some other stuff um, to get rid of them, and they just kept on coming and coming and coming, and I started praying. Even that didn't work this time. Um, but eventually, after like an hour or two hours, Michael showed up, and that's when everything finally stopped. So that's the reason he was there. That's the reason he was there. Yeah, and, and so maybe you're praying, you know, yeah. He just had something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> like he could have been busy, you know. He's a busy angel. And then he, you know, came and got rid of the spirits. But I wonder what brought her all the way to North Brookfield. To this house. Well, she said it was a portal. She said this is how she transitioned from where so she was a, to. Yeah. From, yeah. But it's still like so far away from Dayton, Ohio. Well, do you, um, yeah, I didn't. But. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe there's not a lot of portals. I, I don't know. Well, she was actually closer to Massachusetts when she died. She had gone to, remember, she had gone to New York City for a trip. Right. And Oh, and that's where she died? Yes, it was. She, she, um, she left Dayton on September 11th of 2001. And oh. they arrived in New York that same morning. Or... Anyways, they're trapped. They were visiting New York on September 11th of 2001. You know what that is. Yeah. 9-11. Yeah. And that's how she died. Oh. She was in the first I tower. I don't know that, if you told me that before. She was in the first tower that fell, she said. Wow. Her mom and her little brother. Oh, I'm kidding. Carrie. I can't go on. So. And all those emotions she that she had, I can feel now. Mm-hmm. She said that her and her mom and her little brother were trapped in the elevator by themselves when the plane hit. Or she says she doesn't know if it was a plane. It's just a big, huge explosion. Yeah. Boom! The whole building shook, she said. And the elevator stopped. The lights flickered out. And then the emergency lights came on. And they were screaming to get out. And they couldn't get out. And all of a sudden, the building just collapsed and they died. Wow. And but her her brother and stuff wasn't with her. Yeah, her brother and mom were. With I her. mean, no, like at oh, her, her house, older brother, the spirit. I mean, like oh no, no, they weren't they, they weren't there at the house. No, no. That's weird. That I like. I wonder what how. I mean, I know it's like a portal, but why just her? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. And she's gone now, so we can't ask her. Yeah, she may show up again. She said she was going to go traveling. She said. <laughs> She said she never got to do traveling in life, so she was going to do it now. And how old was she? Fifteen. <laughs> she was a very precocious young woman, I put it so that way. So, if she comes back, yeah. see if she wants to do an interview. Yeah, she did come back once. She stayed only for a couple of days, and then she was gone again. She said she was out traveling. She said, yeah. I forgot Maybe where she was. Maybe she'll check in again. I think she said she went to California and then to London. I think that's what she said. 
because huh. she never saw the ocean before, so she went to California. <laughs> well, maybe next time she checks in, though. Yeah. You know, maybe now she will, too. Maybe. maybe she'll know we're doing this podcast. Yeah. I'll tell you about another time when my aunt was there. Oh, I didn't tell you about the ghost that fell in love with me. <laughs> At the ghost hotel? Yeah. I didn't tell you that. No. That just happened over the last few years ago. That was like four years ago, five years ago. You when I had to move back one. here. Um, I was laying in bed one night, uh, and I was sound asleep, and all of a sudden I felt someone snuggle up behind me. And I thought it was my cat. Yeah. Right? Because the cat sometimes would snuggle up behind him on my back. Yeah. And so I thought that's who it was. But then I could feel someone's legs against the back of my legs. And then I could feel a hand on my shoulder. Rolled over really fast and there was nobody there. But I could see indention in the bed. Like someone was laying on the top of the covers. I was like, who the heck is that? And I noticed that there was some... I could barely, barely distinguish who it was. It was a female. And she had blonde, long blonde hair. That's all At that point in time, that's all I could tell. Mm-hmm. And then she was gone. Um, but then I could tell that she was, I don't know how, sometimes you can tell that someone starts to like you, you know? Yeah. And that's the feelings I was getting from her over time. No, she kept on showing up every single day, almost, not every day, but three or four times a week. She'd show up and she'd always be in my bed and she'd always snuggle up against me. <laughs> and then after a while, I could tell that she was getting feelings for me, like, you know, whatever. It's like. This is, and I never knew that a ghost could even do that, right? I yeah, I've heard that, a lot of stories like that. Like you have, yeah. Well, I mean, from the other podcasts that I listen to, you know, because they have, um, like their listeners send in stories, and I've heard a lot. <clears throat> I've never heard that before. Not really snuggling, but like they'll feel like somebody sit on the bed, yeah. and they'll look and they'll see like you know like the cushion the oh, mattress right. will be pressed down like someone's sitting hurts, there yeah, yeah. or they'll feel somebody like brush you know like touch their hair or something yeah and um but then they just disappear so right and then one time my aunt from texas came up and my aunt's a little bit sensitive too not as much as my daughter and i but she's really sensitive and so my aunt came up and my daughter and I were sitting at the kitchen table. My aunt was at the kitchen table, and we were just talking. And my daughter and I just looked at each other because we could feel the, this girl standing in the hallway between, I mean, in the door between the kitchen and the living room. And my daughter and I just looked at each other. We looked at this ghost or this lady, this girl. She's about 20, 19 to 20, 21, something like that. And then my aunt was in the middle of a sentence, and she stopped. And she looked over at the doorway, and she said, there's a ghost there. I said, yeah, I know. She goes, it's a, it's a girl. And I, I, she says, it's a feminine entity. That's what she said. It's a feminine entity. And I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one that, that yeah. was after you? Yeah. yeah. So how did that all, like, how long did she stick around and stuff? She was around for two or three years, I think. And then she disappeared, too. She does show up every once in a while. Very rarely now, but she does show up once in and a while. And she doesn't talk, though? You don't Never talk. Never talk. Don't Have you know tried name. to talk to her? Yes. But and she doesn't. Yeah. And that's strange, too. Like, why does some, you know, speak and some don't? Yeah. Oh, another girl just showed up a couple months ago, over the summer. And this was another young one. My daughter thinks she was like, I think my daughter said her late teens. I thought she was like in her late 20s. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But it was a female again. Um, and we tried talking to her. 
But the impression both my daughter and I got independently was that she doesn't even know she's dead. She hasn't figured that out yet. She wow. thinks she's still alive. And she doesn't know where she is. She's really confused. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That was the impression that we both And got. so she's been around for a little while? She was there for a few days and then and she then was she's gone. gone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. I mean, because maybe you could, if she was still there, maybe try to communicate with yeah. her or something. Oh, and I was talking with a, a friend of mine who also knows a little bit about spirits and stuff. She has a magic camera. I call it the magic camera because every time she takes a picture, she can take any, anybody's camera, anything. And she'll take a picture and you'll always see like orbs in the picture or sometimes like streaks of like energy floating around someplace. Mm -hmm. Anyways. She told me one time to ask, to tell Maddie to turn around and go into light. She said, my friend said, if you just tell a spirit, you know, to look over their left shoulder and ask them what they see, they'll see the light and they'll be able to uh, ascend into the light. And so I said, Maddie, look over your left shoulder and what do you see? And she goes, um, the bureau <laughs> to the right, really? the window. <laughs> it's like, no, I guess that's not working. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, who knows if that's true or not, but if it is, maybe like she wasn't ready to go yet. Yeah. You know, like that means maybe unfinished business yeah. or something. I just, Especially being killed or dying so suddenly when the 9 yeah. 11 happened, you know, it's like. And like she said, she's never been anyplace. She's never traveled, and she's always wanted to do things in life, and now she doesn't have a chance to do them. Mm -hmm. so, I wonder if, like, her family wanted to be doing, like, travel. I don't know. Maybe. You know, and maybe that's what, why she wants to travel, to see yeah. if she can find them. I would guess no. I The impression that she gave us, and she didn't say anything, although she shows up maybe I ask, but... What I'm thinking is that she's, she's just a very precocious young woman. Um, she's really, really funny. She cracks jokes all the time. Like my daughter and I were laughing in the car all the way home because of the stuff, funny stuff she was telling us. Um, and we just got a feeling that she just likes to be out in the world and going places, you know. And I also had the feeling that her family may have been a little like that, I guess. I don't know, but not nearly as much as she was. Mm. Yeah. She was the outgoing one in the family, I guess. She's the one that wanted to do things. And maybe that's why she's still here. She's still, now she's finally doing the things she wanted to do. Now it's not costing her anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now you get to go for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So if Maddie ever shows up again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we could really do an interview or I anything. Know. I know. I was just thinking about that, too, like at work, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to interview a ghost mm -hmm. somehow, even if you have to use the, is it, is it called EVP? Is that what it? I think it is, EVP, and yeah. there's other stuff you can use, too, that they've actually just come out with recently. I heard about them. I don't know what they're called, but I heard yeah, that there's a couple other different things you can use now. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's end this episode, mm -hmm. just because, like, I don't want to make them too long. And then we could always do a part two. And then, <laughs> I don't know what Perry's doing right now. <laughs> We're going to end this, that's all. Yeah, and, but the lights did dim again, just so you know. Um, so, yeah, we're going to end this episode, and we will have another one with more Perry stories. Mm -hmm. um, 
maybe the next episode or oh maybe we'll put one in between yeah to make you keep wondering what's going to happen because right. i i want to know too so yeah, thank you perry well you're welcome there's more stuff that happened to me in uh in arizona and there's more lots more stuff that happened to me here um, there's something that happened in Canada one time and it was in California too. So I got a lot of stuff. All right. So stay tuned for part two <laughs> of the Perry story. The Perry story. All right. Thank you for coming in today. Well, thank you, Mary. It was fun. Bye. Bye. Hello there. I just have a little add on that I'm putting on to all of the old episodes. We have a new website address. It is, it's just a ghostpodcast.com. And we also have a new email address, and that is it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com. So if you heard a different email or website address in this episode, please ignore that and use the new one. Again, the email is it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com, and the website is it's just a ghost podcast.com. Thank you so much. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode if you enjoy this podcast please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode you can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars this helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts it's all free so why not right you can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number two. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.